Hey, podcast family. Did you know that on May 2nd and 3rd, 2024, our 3D Growth Summit is happening in Nashville, Tennessee? But in-person tickets are already sold out with nearly 400 attendees. But you don't have to miss out. You can get exclusive access to our live stream and post-event recordings for just $395. Yes, you heard that right. For a single fee, you and your entire dental team can learn from our industry leaders with online recordings available after the event. So secure your spot now before it's too late by visiting www.3d-dentist.com slash 3D Summit or give us a call at 855-332-2285 and get your tickets for the live stream and event recording today. Now, let's get to this week's episode. I love what I do, but Smile3D is really about getting to a point where I can literally do what I want, when I want, Mm -hmm. how I want, and do it. And that's what really it is for me. It's my place to go be what I think my superpower is, and that's helping other dentists be great. We've been misled to believe that dentistry, more specifically the dental business, has to be complicated. Dentistry can be simple, and dentistry should be simple. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to this week's episode of Dentistry Made Simple. And frankly speaking, I want to be very honest with you. Uh, This week, we're going to talk about something that's near and dear to me. Uh, It's something that sometimes you forget to stop and smell the roses and see what you've accomplished along the way. Um, And so we're going to talk about a very important project to me called Smile3D. But before we get into talking about Smile3D, let's turn it over to the face for radio, Meredith Cooper-Jones. I'm so excited about this episode. But before we get into it, I do have a review. This is a Google review. So if you have not left us a review either about the podcast or 3D Dentist, we would truly appreciate it. This one says, world-class education and facility with exceptional teachers and support staff team. I'm replacing that for them. (laughs) The entire 3D team goes the extra mile to make sure that students are prepared to succeed in the office on Monday. And I think this kind of fits, uh, this Smile 3D kind of fits really into that review. I don't know if you thought that hard about it, but. No, I just happened (laughs) to find that one. (laughs) Well, I'm so excited and I'm going to ask you a couple things about Smile 3D. But one thing I wanted to mention uh, is You always say, you know, this has been a vision for you for a long time. And then you always say to share those visions with your team because they're the ones who help you make that happen. And um, this was something you mentioned to me probably, I mean, I know you for years and years you've wanted to do this, but I know you mentioned it to me three years ago. And so that's when I was like, we're going to make that happen one day. And so, you know, it happening and all these other things we've done, it kind of like led to this, you know, building a new training center, having the retreat, starting a second training center, that kind of all funneled into making this happen. Yeah. So we just wanted and to talk about... And I, th- I think we didn't go about, we didn't set out to do it. No. It just kind of naturally yeah. kind of happened. Happened. Yeah. yeah. Really fast, right? But kind of yeah. that's how the retreat happened. That's, uh, you know, 3D Nashville was very well planned because yeah. <laughs> it was a part of something else. But... um Everything that's kind of happened, I don't want to say it's just like fallen into place, but I mean, it's taken a lot of work, but it's just happened quicker than anticipated. Yeah, I think, you know, kind of along those lines, you know, I've talked about this before on the podcast and when I talk is, 
It's doing the things that make you ready for when opportunity arises so that you can kick down that door, open uh-huh. the door. Right. And the retreat, Be ready. the retreat was a, a really a culmination of that. Mm-hmm. And Smile 3D is an even more culmination of that. Yeah. Because all of these things involved a four-letter word called a risk, R-I-S-K. Yeah. And if we don't do financial flexibility, if we don't have some of those things, you know, the dental business made simple framework. Um, if we don't have some of those things, when, when opportunity arises, we hesitate yeah. and then it can be gone. Yeah. And it, you never know if it could be the thing that really changes your life or changes so many lives of other people. Yeah. So let's talk about Smile3D. What is it? Yeah. So it's our, um, it's our nonprofit dental office mm-hmm. is, re- is really what it is. And, and, you know, and I think, uh, in looking at our notes, we're going to talk about the future so we can kind of share out what the, where, the where shirt. it is today and where, where I hope it to be. Um, you know, so what it is, is, is it's a, it's a nonprofit dental office that allows us to provide uh, great world-class dentistry to working class people. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm very clear in, in that mission of it. The mission isn't to be another, charity, nonprofit, low-income clinic. It's not to be that. It is to be providing world-class dentistry to working-class patients. Um, And I want us to write that down somewhere, Meredith and Caroline. It's (laughs) world-class dentistry for working-class patients. Mm -hmm. And, And really, kind of the why for me has been that as I've grown my clinical revenue engine, coming back to the to our framework, you know, um, I've noticed that it's unbelievably expensive, right? Uh, and, and that the vast majority of patients who could benefit from this type of treatment can't afford this type of treatment. Mm-hmm. And and for me, it's very near and dear to my heart. Uh, number one, uh, we're immigrants, so when you come here as immigrants, ninety nine point nine percent of us come here with almost nothing. And we claw, claw and scratch our way uh, up the ladder, sometimes yeah. to the top, sometimes not to the top. Uh, and along the way, we have to make choices. And for a lot of immigrants, there's the choice of losing a tooth as a 16, 17-year-old or eating. Mm-hmm. And we often wonder, how did that person let the decay get to this level? Right. Or how did this person lose this many teeth? And you know, as dentists, because we are in the 5% of income earners, maybe even, you know, a lesser percentage than that, um, we lose sight Don't of this. About it. Yeah. yeah, and we lose, lose sight touch of, of reality a yeah, little bit. Yeah, in, in a way. We, uh, certainly at my income level, <laughs> yeah. for sure, I've lost touch of reality. And so, so it's important as an immigrant uh, for me to give back, okay? Number two, um, my mom was a teacher, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and in 1990 or 91, I can't remember which year it was, I happened to see her pay stub once. And, you know, I, look, I was a little 15-, 16-year-old snot-nosed yeah. kid. I didn't know the difference. Right. But I remember it worked out to be like $20,000 a year. Yeah. And maybe at the end, you know, 20 years, 25 years later, you know, it's forty five, fifty thousand dollars $50,000. Yeah. You know, it's not a lot of money in the scheme of things. And and honestly, for most of our team members. Uh, yeah, you know, I was going to mention that. To, for anyone in that working class to spend 4 to 5000 dollars at once it's a lot of money yeah you know it even even 1200 dollars on a tooth i was going to say there's even people that can do it but is that really what you want to do right you know and you know, well, yeah, you're talking about yourself there, there <laughs> but but you know but so so my why was as an immigrant where can people go to get world class dentistry 
as a working class teacher, policeman, fireman, EMS yeah. person, you know, the, the, the manager at the, at the grocery store. Right. And people or say, at a oh, restaurant. they have great benefits, but we all know how dental insurance yeah, covers. You know, and and so, so why, why can't they have access to some of the best yeah. care, the best materials, and the best services possible? Yeah. And so, you know, I've always said, you know, the, and, and, and this goes back you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago. I had a patient once ask me, what would you do if you won the lottery? And the patient, I said, what would you do? You know, because I always answer questions yeah, with questions. Right. And she said, I quit work. And I go, man, I just I go do work, work for free. free. Yeah. And, and, and it really stuck with me then that. You smi- love what you do. I love what I do. But Smile yeah. 3D is really about going, getting to a point where I can literally do what I want, when I want, mm-hmm. how I want. Yeah. And do it, you know. And, and, and that's what really it is for me is is it's I'm not there yet. Yeah. Okay. But that's where I want it to be for me is 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 that. It's it's my place to go be what I'm what I think my superpower is and that's helping other dentists be great. So so back to my why there. So the why was is I kind of spelled out the why. Then the how was well, you know, I, I gotta make money and all of these things and so how am I going to provide all these services myself to people? Mm-hmm. And I think that's where a lot of the, the quote-unquote clinics kind of get in trouble. They have a hodgepodge of volunteers uh, that, that are doing it, you know, with great intentions, yeah. don't get me wrong. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's, it's a side thought for them, right? Right. And so part of your practice, one, before this started, mm-hmm. before we had our live patient programs, I don't know if you even remember this, maybe two or three years before I started working for you, I came and volunteered. You had a free day for the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're off. I knew your office manager through a friend, and she said, "We need volunteers." Do you, I was in college? Yeah. Do you want to come? And I had to leave early because I had to go to my real job. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was a free patient day. Yeah, giving smiles day. Yeah, yeah, and there was a line to the road. Yeah, of people that had been waiting since. And like they 2 just wanted tooth taken out. Mm-hmm. You know, and and, and so that kind of you know having, right in the community. Yeah, you right know, in North Raleigh, where you wouldn't think. Oh man, you wouldn't you think know? that, right? People yeah. standing in line for two, three hours. Yeah. Because they don't want to miss work, and you know, I remember our first patient I ever saw. Her name was Crystal. I, I still, it's amazing yeah. what you remember, right? Uh, and 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 our giving smile day. She said to me that um, I asked her. You know, I was so worried that nobody would show yeah. up, and uh, we started at seven o'clock in the morning. And I asked her, "How long have you been here?" She says, I, I showed up at 4 a.m. I go, yeah. why? She goes, I need to be the first patient because I got to get to work. I can't afford to miss work. Yeah. And, you know, it kind of stuck with me. Um, and, and so I think a lot of the reasons some of the, the traditional low-income clinics, uh, one, they're underfunded. Uh-huh. Uh, number two, um, they don't have a grand vision. And that's just my opinion. Right. Uh, I haven't worked in any of those places. I volunteered at some of those. Yeah, I haven't worked. like a mom clinic. I haven't worked behind the scenes, so yeah. I, I don't know. And they have a, their mandate is very specific. They want to help those less fortunate. Right. And my mandate, because I run it, yeah. <laughs> is I want to do world-class dentistry for the working-class people. Yeah. And by making it low cost to no cost. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so kind of how it flows into 3D and kind of the, 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 the how this became a reality was that we wanted to start doing live patient education at 3D Dentists because uh, kind of uh, to your point earlier with your review is one of the reasons we implement and kind of coming back to that clinical revenue engine, 
when it starts getting to surgery and complex dental mm-hmm. care, it's really hard to go from a didactic hands-on course to launching in your practice. Right. There's a level of confidence that you're missing or the vast majority yeah. of us are missing. And, you know, in, in 1999, when I graduated dental school, one of the first CEs I ever took was a live patient cosmetics class where I took the patient there and we did 10 veneers. You didn't take me. I, well, I, you were probably like four <laughs> at that time. So um, I took her to this class yeah. and we did 10 veneers on her. And I noticed right away I was able to go back and start doing right. the procedures. She felt comfortable. And yeah, because I'd done mm-hmm. it. And I had you know, almost like a dental school setting in yeah. a sense. I had a mentor, a mentor working yeah. with me, walking me through it, answering my questions. And, and that kind of launched me into the kind of dentistry I wanted. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey there, podcast family. T-Bone here to talk about the 3D Dentist Digital Implant Continuum. Are you ready to start placing dental implants but feeling a bit hesitant and or overwhelmed? I know that feeling. I've been there. Let's change that together. Imagine not just learning about dental implants in a classroom, but actually performing surgeries on real patients right here in North Carolina, guided every step of the way by our expert 3D mentors. This is dental implant learning at its best, using techniques that are safe, predictable, and confidence-boosting. They're exactly what I use in my own practice, so you know they work. Our course goes beyond clinical skills. We prepare you to successfully integrate high-demand implant services into your practice, transforming your career by attracting new patients and elevating your practice. And it doesn't end with the course. Completing our program is just the beginning of a new journey. You'll be a part of a community of confident, skilled dentists with ongoing support to ensure lasting success and growth. After all, this is about mastering a skill that can transform your career just like it did for me. So, are you ready to take your practice to the next level? Visit www.3d-dentist.com, check out our upcoming sessions, and join us to revolutionize your practice. 3D Dentist is truly committed to helping dentists take control of their practice, finances, and future. Now, let's get back to this week's episode. do and that's something that you remind the doctors that yeah. are at the nonprofit. Uh, these are real patients yes. these are patients that would walk into your office that are probably similar to the patients in your office every day these are not you know foreign not yeah. you're not we're going to be seeing them for follow-ups yeah, basically absolutely. this is not a one thing tomorrow they could be saving someone's life yeah. they are going to be going to work they could, they be, could teaching be teaching your kids, your kids. yeah, yeah. Teaching exactly my kids, yeah right? um and so that, that, that importance of live patient education has been lost on me. Uh-huh. The challenge is it's, it's a large task to start putting on live patient education. Oh, yes. We have found um, that yeah. to be very so, true. So as 3D Dentist grew um, and as we had more financial flexibility in 3D Dentist, I wanted to take that risk of starting to offer live patient education. And so that, that, that dream started in 2000, late 2017, 18. Mm-hmm. You know, I had fear. You know, I, I didn't think I could do it. Would people come? Did I have what it took? Was I willing to put the time and effort and the money could into it? Could we find the patient? Could, will you know, they show up? Yeah, well, all kinds of things. All of, you know, yeah. we, we think about all the reasons it won't work yeah. before we start making it work. All the things I tell people not yeah. to do. You know, I right. suffer from those things, right? So finally in 2019, we had a first live patient class and we were doing it out of the office. And, um, and, and so the cost in that was 
we were, you know, we needed like 40 patients. We had to screen like 100 people. We'd squeeze these people in between my schedule to see them, between Megan's hygiene schedule, between your schedule. We'd squeeze these people in. And then we'd have to close the office, the t- tear down surgeries. all six yeah. rooms, set them up surgically, and yeah. then tear them back down to make I them mean, back to the office. I mean, we had hygiene rooms turn into surgical <laughs> you know, suites. And, um, so, so, but we needed to go through that phase. Yes to prove what I call proving the concept. Yeah. Uh, and, and so about two, late 2020, early 2021, at that point, we had, we'd had four, we five, six of these programs. Yeah. They were starting to grow. We were starting to see them fill out a little bit farther in advance. And so we knew we were on to something, and we were seeing people go back and successfully launch dental implants in their practice. Mm-hmm. So at that point, I was like, man, shutting down the office six times a year, you know, and trying to squeeze these people in and then doing follow-ups on 40 to 50 patients, you know, that, that, that's becoming a burden on, on right. the practice yeah. and on the team. And, and so that's when I decided that uh, just like with Justin Moody, I, I yeah. called Justin up with, at Implant Pathways and God, he was so gracious and, and said, you know, come out and see what we're doing. Uh, I'll show you whatever yeah. you want to do, how we did it, what, what the positives and negatives yeah. of it are what the pitfalls are. And so uh, I took, uh, I think you and Mona went with yeah. me. Uh, we went out there to visit uh, Implant Pathway. And, and uh, so we saw it. And, you know, I, and, I, and I remember telling Mona, I said, you know, I really want to do this, but I'm afraid. She goes, why are you afraid? Just do it. Yeah. You know, she, she, yeah. has, she has the, such a supportive attitude uh-huh. to more, towards me. So I, I hope I can keep that supportive attitude yeah. towards me. But um, uh, so, so she said, let's do it. And, and so, you know, once, once I kind of got that green light, that support, you know, which is why it's important to put your dreams out yeah. there, right? For is, people to see what you want. Yeah. And, and for them to give you that, that little nod, that yeah. little push, that little, you know, holding you up a little bit. Well, you, as, as much as I come across as being very confident and very you know, just go get it. There's a part of me that's, you know, that has a a fear of failure. This is more than just a little risk. Let's call this the A-Lar. This is a high risk, (laughs) huge risk. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I think you always say, I don't like to fail for $1, much less a million dollars. So I think you always say that what becomes important to you becomes important to them. Mm -hmm. So when you share with your team, what's important to you and what you want to either implement into your practice or start, whether it be a second practice or a niche practice, sleep implants, a nonprofit, yeah. it becomes important to the people around you. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so you know, I said, you know, look, I want to build an office. And and then I was like, well, I don't want to build an office, yeah. you know, because I was like, God, that's, you know, one, if, because I don't want to rent anything. That's my typical mindset. Yeah. So I was like, holy smoke, this can cost $2 million or right. more to build, to especially build, right now, just to have the place. Yeah. Just to have the, the place. So I was like, you know what? I, I would rather, if I have to. Again, lease, prove the concept again. Yeah. I'd and rather, the next step. I'd next rather level. lease a place uh, that's already been a dental office that somebody somebody else's junk is my treasure. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Already been plumbed. <laughs> already been done all that stuff, right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, I set about this mission to find this place. And, and I would ask my reps. I would ask anybody that, you know, I'd, I'd look on LoopNet. Google. Google. <laughs> Anyone that would listen. And, and so one day I, I happened to Google, and I, I don't know how I found this, but I found this one agent that was listing two or three old dental offices, uh, space for lease, not for sale, but for lease. And I, so I looked at them and one was really, one was one definitely I, I yeah. couldn't, I couldn't do, uh, you know, I have some, I have some standards. Uh, one was, um, <clears throat> uh, one was a great option 
but it was just too expensive. It was, it was mm-hmm. in a, my dad would call it hi-fi. For those of you that are brown listening, you'd understand when your parents <laughs> call it hi-fi. It was in a fancy part of town, and I couldn't justify the $14,000 in rent uh-huh. every month for this. Plus everything else. Plus, plus that's just I mean, to have the place. Just, yeah. yeah, that's a lot of money. Right. Um, uh, and then we found this place uh, that we're in now. Uh, and what, what happened is a fantastic location. Honestly, it wasn't somebody else's junk. I, I don't know really what happened. Yeah. But it turned out to be it was next door to my oral surgeon, my best friend. Yeah. And I was like, this is perfect. Uh, so um, I called him and I said, listen, I want to open a nonprofit office to do dental implants only for, for world-class dentistry for working-class people. Mm-hmm. And I said, before I move next to the Triangle Implant Center, <laughs> I said, uh, I, I, I want to make... Offering free implants. Yeah. <laughs> I want to make sure that you're okay with it. And, and in true form, he said, absolutely. We yeah. welcome you and we'll support you. And uh, so I went And it's about, kind of peace of mind knowing yeah. that he's right there. Yeah, you know, and he can mean, come help and yeah. all of that stuff. And uh, so, you know, uh, I went about signing the lease. And, you know, we went back and forth negotiation. They wanted a long-term lease. You know, the one nice thing was it had been sitting empty for 18 months. It was eight operatories. Most startup practices aren't building or buying eight operatories. Right. And so I was able to negotiate a shorter-term lease on it. And and, uh, and so that kind of all came together. And we found the right spot, um, the right situation. And when it came about, uh, we had the financial – we had created the financial flexibility along the way to take that risk. And, and I calculated the risk, and I said, you know what? Worst-case scenario, uh, I will rent this place and never use it, and I'll spend a quarter million dollars or 200 grand or so – and you'll know this wasn't. I'll know this wasn't. It. This wasn't meant for me. Mm-hmm. And so I said to myself, "Am I willing, self? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hello, are, self. <laughs> are you willing to take that risk? Yeah. And can you take that risk?" And and I said to myself, "Yes, I, I want to chase my dream." And um, so we did it, you know. And then and then uh, I turned it over to Mona and you, and and Mona kind of made it beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, you walk into it and it's it's decorated very nicely. It's in between seeing her own patients and running her own business, yes. uh, she was able to do that because, again, when you share Late nights. <laughs> when you share your vision and dream to people, what you make important to others becomes important to you know. To what you become important to you becomes important to others. Um, we also know your standards, and you work at a walk and be like, Ugh. yeah, you know, <laughs> and, and it has to represent yeah. the brand. But also, right? right? I was going to say it's not your average nonprofit. Yeah, and because I want it to be different. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, so, so there it was, it was born. And so I rented this place, um, last August, August mm-hmm. 1st, 2021. Yeah. And, um, uh, it's now, um, end of February, it's early March, yeah. 2022. And, uh, and did this not this weekend, we've used it, not make it all worth it. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so for six months I paid for this place, uh-huh. uh, and spent money doing some minor renovations. Uh, we were hoping for it to be ready for the October program. Yeah, we were hoping to be ready in November. October. I didn't. I didn't have enough fire under me to make it happen, mm-hmm. uh, and and uh, all of those things. And then it took some time, uh, and it kind of leads into my partners. I was going to say yeah. there was other yeah. other people that definitely yeah. we so you had know, to rely on too. I, and I want I want to be clear about this thing. What, what something that was very important to me was to do it myself. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I and I didn't do it alone. Okay, right. I want to be very clear, but and I economically. I didn't do it completely economically myself, but I didn't want to go and sell a dream to manufacturing partners. And, and kind of the other why to this is, is how do you provide world-class dentistry to working-class people? And I've spent 20 years of my career 
making lots of money from manufacturers through uh, evangelism and spreading yeah. the word, sharing what I'm doing, and made a lot of money for other dentists doing that. And yes, I made money along the way, but I wanted to cash those chips in, that yes. political capital I've earned over the years. But I've always done things in a sense where I want them to know it's going to work. Mm-hmm. And so before I went and asked... For like for, the 10th time, proving yeah, the concept. Yeah. So before I went and asked anybody for help, uh-huh. I wanted to have the place. Yes. And so and I a wa- functional place. And I wanted to have a functional place. So so we, we, we acquired the location. We aestheticized it. We made it look better. Mm-hmm. I put in... Uh, we bought used chairs. chairs. Luckily, I was, I was yeah. able to uh, purchase a nice set of chairs, uh, eight chairs and uh, three, four rear cabinets. Um, and, and so I was able to get all of that and, uh, and I was able to have a office that was in theory ready to work right. with computer equipment, all of that yes. stuff. And then along the way, then I started inviting in uh-huh. some of my material and manufacturing partners and word spread that this was happening. Yeah. And so I went to our implant partner, which is BioHorizons. Uh-huh. And uh, these people have also already seen what we were doing through our programs yeah, yeah. in the past. They're, they're, they're involved yeah. in our programs. Uh, they've been part of, they've been a partner of mine for many of them for a very long time. Some of them for a few years, some of them first time. Um, and, um, so I, um, I went to buy horizons because number one, we're trying to do an implant program, right? Right. I talked to the CEO, Steve Bogan, and he, he, you know, he said, yes, right away. He says, we're going to be here to support you. And, and he says, how can we support? I said, listen, right now, all I need is material. Yeah. And, uh, so, uh, you know, I haven't taken one dime from anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, to do this, not one penny uh, from anybody. And, and it's, you know, maybe that's stupid, maybe that's naive, but it's it's a sense of pride for me uh, to prove that private enterprise or private individual can make such a big difference. Um, and so we went to Buy Horizons, and they said, absolutely. Uh, you know, I, I went to a uh, manufacturing partner I've worked with for a long time uh, and talked to him about uh, what I'm trying to do and how I would love them to be involved. They never followed back up with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I took that as a sign that they weren't interested or that they were difficult to do business with or it just wasn't the right time for them. Yeah. Uh, so I started reaching out to newer companies uh, and uh, I needed some imaging equipment. You know, implants are, you can't do implants without CBCT. Especially not guided. <laughs> so yeah. uh, so um, and, and, and look, if I had to, I'd spend the 50, 60 grand on that stuff. And um, uh, so Action uh, mm-hmm. was very generous and, and was uh, kind enough to donate uh, CBCT mm-hmm. uh, to the nonprofit and eight piezo units yeah. to the nonprofit. And, uh, and bring along an amazing rep to help yeah, us get and the, it all and, you know, they, they, situated. And, and the support. Uh, yeah. you know, they came out for three or four days to make sure everything worked. And then they were here for the whole three or four days of the live patient to make sure everything worked. And Lee mm-hmm. was fantastic. And all the people from Action. And, and, and what, what, what was amazing to me through this process uh, and it's amazing. I keep going back to you got to go through the process, man. You just got to go through the process. Was how nice of a unit Action made uh, and how nice the image quality was, how you can actually produce a surgical guide from within their software and all of this for 50 grand or so. Right. You know, and that's the street price to the, to the dentist. And, and I was like, wow, you know, I've been really missing out on what's out there because right. for so long I had been stuck in, in what I tunnel. knew. Yeah, I mean, just... Yeah. Because what I have is what right. I have at the office is working great, right. Right, right? You know, and whatever limitations, I found a way to work around it uh-huh. or things like that. And, and so Action was there, um, 
And then we need implant motors, right? We can't <laughs> place implants. We can't place implants with uh, air turbines. Uh, so I, I've, we've been working with W and H. Uh, uh, they make phenomenal implant motors, and uh, so WNH was kind enough to donate implant motors, implant hand pieces, surgical hand pieces uh, uh, to the nonprofit. And then we need rotary instruments. You know, we got to section off bridges. You know, we got to do degranulation. We got to do you know osteo, you know alveoplasty on the full arches and things like that. So we've been working with Meisinger in our practice. So I went to Meisinger, and they're again kind enough to donate. Uh, uh, the materials that we need. And, and then, you know, we needed a printing partner because we've got to print guides, yeah. you know. And so in the practice, we've been using Sprint Ray, and, uh, and Sprint Ray has been generous to us in our training programs mm-hmm. and in terms of providing materials, not $1. Uh, we don't take any money. Uh, up, to, up, up to February, whatever, March 2022, <laughs> we haven't taken a penny. Um, and Sprint Ray was kind enough to donate uh, some printers uh, to there. So at this point, we have all those things. So for those of you that are listening that are with other companies, at some point, I need a milling machine. <laughs> I need to be able to mill uh, zirconia. I need to be able to mill individual crowns. I for need to be able to mill. restoration. Yeah, so, and, and more beyond that, day. right? Yeah, I, see, I, see, I see 12 years. I see 12 yeah. months out, right? Uh, so so that's, that's an area we're missing. And, and, and I believe the kind folks at Medit are going to be providing us with uh, – um, scanners. intraoral scanners mm-hmm. so that we can do digital impressions in the practice. And, and so, you know, I've been very blessed and very fortunate that I've built up political capital over the years uh, that we've been able to go to companies and, and ask them for this. But to me, it was important to, uh, I didn't want to fail. You know, I didn't want to lose capital. And by having something started, uh, by proving that it works and going to this and, and being committed to making this worth work, the next ask will be, you know, will be just as easy to get uh, the support. So, um, you know, that's kind of it. And, and so, you know, I, again, I talk about putting it out there. And so what I want to talk about now is the future of Smile 3D. Uh, so in its current iteration, I kind of look at it as four phases. Uh, phase one is uh, supporting 3D dentists live patient education, which right now is our implant education. Uh, right now we have uh, four live patient implant education classes. Uh, number one is tooth replacement therapy. That's taking out teeth, grafting sites, uh, and placing implants. Okay. Uh, number two is uh, sinus surgery. That's uh, internal lifts, external lifts. Uh, number three is implant overdentures. Uh, and number four is all on X. So currently, our goal is to support our four live patient implant programs. Uh, that's phase one. And then, you know, kind of along with phase one, we will continue to grow that. At, at some point, we want to do digital smile design mm-hmm. and do sim- single visit smile makeovers uh, for patients. And, and we, so that's where I need the milling units and all of that stuff to kind of make that happen. Uh, and, and then phase two is I'm actually going to start doing dentistry there myself. And very specifically, I'm going to do hybrids only there. And we're going to, um, there's a concept that I want to test where I want to do hybrids for about $15,000 mm-hmm. uh, and getting patients into a long-term provisional and putting them on an annual maintenance contract where they'll get a new long-term provisional every single year, a new printed long-term provisional. Uh, so I want to make hybrids, or all on X, uh, world-class dentistry for the working-class people. And I get it, 15 grand is still a lot of money. 
Uh, so don't get me wrong. That's not lost on me, but it's half of $30,000, which yeah. is what it costs at Raleigh Dental Arts to have that done. And we make it affordable, yeah. spreading it out. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, phase three is I want to hire a full-time dentist. Uh, so, uh, you know, any of you that uh, have surgical skills, want to be in an environment where you're going to be doing surgeries and doing follow-up and screenings and all of those things, we want to hire uh, uh, somebody to be able to kind of run the clinical component of of Smile 3D. And then the fourth phase is at some point I want to start a, a digital residency program where uh, where dentists will come and spend 12 to 18 months uh, with us at Smile 3D and learn all the things that we do along the way. So, um, you know, that's kind of the future of what we want Smile 3D to yeah. be. And, and so I put it out there because I want your support. Uh, I put it out there because I want your encouragement. And I put it out there because I want your accountability. And um, really, this is an important thing to me. This is so important to give back to our community. And you, you kind of mentioned it briefly. I don't think maybe people didn't pick up on it. But you had talked about giving back to your community. You know, that 5 to 7, 15-mile radius around Raleigh Dental Arts has made me uh, successful beyond my dreams. Uh, and probably, in my opinion, maybe more than I've deserved. And, uh, and before I go giving to so many people around the world, I want to give back to that community. And you had mentioned it. We, we live in a pretty nice area, part of town. Uh, and it's amazing to me that there's still so many people in our area that need the help. And so I want to be... The, that ability to give them help. I want to leverage uh, my capabilities and my talent, mm -hmm. uh, my, my, my funding and treasure, uh, and I want to combine that with my ability to attract dentists that want to learn because they win in this situation as well because they get the live patient training here in the United States on patients that get followed up with, uh, and then I want the manufacturers to win. I want to you know, capitalize on that. So... Uh, you know, I've talked a lot. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but I, I, I think need, I needed to get out. I needed to get it out. Yeah. Know? No, that's great. And I think one of the things I remember from the other weekend is one of the doctors said, can you, when they come in for their post-op, can you please send me a picture of the x-ray? Yeah. I mean, they are so invested. They are like, can I fly back down and yeah. see them? Like they, these become their patients. And I know a lot of them actually connected with the patients because these are just like the patients that are in your practice. Yeah. You know, this isn't someone who we're never going to see again. And so I think it's just the the whole experience is different. Yeah. And that's kind of what – it felt like we had been working there for years. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's surprising. And look, I got to give a shout-out to Chuck. Yeah. Uh, you know, Chuck McKee, he's my distributor rep. And, um, you know, I've been working with Chuck for 20 years now. And, and he has a key to my office. He has a key to the Smile 3D. He has a key to every one of his, 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 his clients. And – Chuck is the epitome of a great rep. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure I pay more than I probably should. Yeah, but, but he showed I, up there just for support. Just he was there I don't anytime. Pay too much, but he's he's always we needed someone. He's always there. put me in touch with people that help me get things done. Yeah, and he makes it easy for me. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what a great rep should be. Right. And and we can't look at reps as how how little can we pay. Right. But I look at it as how how how, how can we get more out of them. Right. You know and and. Demand excellence in, mm -hmm. in every part of your life. And last thing, uh, you know, it, it's a little self-serving, but, um, you know, most of the time after these classes, I kind of go to Meredith, Sully, and whoever else. I go, what can we do better? Yeah. You know, if you notice, I didn't yeah. ask that this time. Yeah. And, and, and it was a uh, comment from Dr. Adam Cotant. Uh -huh. Am I saying that right? Cotant. Cotant. Mm -hmm. uh, he's out of Birmingham. Mm -hmm. And on his way out, he said to me, I came to learn implants and I left with so much more. Mm -hmm. And 
I took that in and it really, you know, it really hit to my heart that that's what I want. That's what I want 3D dentists to be. The that's, community. And he's an avid, I think he's listened to like every podcast yeah. we've ever done. So it's not like a lot of this was new to him. Yeah. You know, and. Or a lot of our ways were new, yeah. were new to him. Yeah. I've worked really hard to make 3D dentists um, a great resource for the profession. And I want it to be different. And and we've worked really hard in the last 12 months to really provide something, frankly speaking, that I don't think anybody else can or wants to provide. And it started with the retreat in February of 2021, where 12 people can stay with us. Uh, and, and those that don't want to stay with us can stay at a hotel close by. And we can really engage with fellowship and really get to meet other like-minded individuals and these guys that were here for the, the tooth replacement therapy implant continuum, you know, they stayed with us for six nights and they became friends and they talked shop, they talked life in general, they joked around, some got in the hot mm -hmm. tub, sat around the fire, some helped us cook, you know, and, and it, it's really that that I'm so proud of. And, and then that ability to work on patients while you're learning and then to be able to give back to people that probably couldn't afford it uh, anyway, uh, otherwise, I should say, um, it's, it's, it's an amazing experience. And, and so when he said, I came to learn implants and I left with so much more, um, you know, it made me very proud and, and very fulfilled that I think we're doing something amazing at 3D Dentists. And, and I had said to you earlier that uh, we could use your support. And, and so I want to be very clear about this. Um, we don't have any private equity money. Uh, we haven't taken any sponsorship money to this point. Uh, that'll probably change moving forward. It won't change who I am. Uh, it won't change my honesty, brutally honest, <laughs> sometimes gently honest, okay? But um, I want you guys to know that when you support 3D dentists, you're supporting our vision of providing world-class dentistry for working-class people who smile 3D. Uh, because that's that's ultimately where the money goes. Mm -hmm. You know, it goes to that. It goes to reinvesting in adding our... team members there so we can grow it. So yeah, you know, have... I, I need a dentist. I need a front office person. I need yeah. a back office person. You know, all that stuff costs money. And and um, and then you know, we we reinvest the money just like I keep telling you, reinvest in your practice. We keep reinvesting in in the 3D retreat. You know, from the hot tub to the pool <laughs> to the, the fire things. pit <laughs> to the fire pit to the Blackstone. To, to better the deer feeder, to better AV equipment, <laughs> mm -hmm. to live streaming equipment, to even the, the breakout rooms, lunch the re rooms, the re bathrooms. The retreat is a function of reinvesting. You know, we started yeah. with the second floor of my dental office, right? right? And and we took whatever profits we made and we piled that together to be able to buy a retreat. You know, and because I didn't need a, another place to stay, yeah, <laughs> I didn't think so. <laughs> but um, uh, you know, all of those things, right? So. Um, yeah, it's just, anyway, I'm going to be quiet now. <laughs> thank you for well, everybody yes. who has supported 3D Dentists, who has supported me. Uh, thank you to all our team members, faculty members, our mentors, to all our attendees and alumni. Uh, thank you for helping me uh, make a lifelong dream. Start coming true and keep supporting me so that we can make it unbelievably amazing. Thank you so much, and we'll see you guys next week. Hey, podcast family, T-Bone here. Are you a dentist looking to elevate your practice and profits? Then pay close attention. 
Introducing the 3D Business Mastermind, the dental business coaching program designed for dentists who want to see real results. I've walked the path of practice ownership for nearly 25 years. I know your challenges. I felt your pain. This is your opportunity to overcome the chaos, the busyness, and the financial frustrations of owning a dental practice. Imagine a dental practice where your appointment book is highly productive, doing the dentistry you enjoy, your team is self-motivated, and your profits keep climbing. That's what the 3D Business Mastermind is all about. In this exclusive mastermind, you'll join a league of ambitious dentists driven to elevate their practices. You'll gain access to proven strategies, personalized coaching, and a community that understands your journey. So if you're ready to supercharge your dental practice and enjoy the success you deserve, visit www.3d-dentists.com and take the first step towards a brighter future in dentistry by filling out the 3D Business Mastermind application. Now, let's get to this week's episode. 